damn podcast. I think one of the wildest things is somebody asked me how much do I charge for sex. Because <laughs> <laughs> you don't even get that off. Like I don't. No. I don't. Wait. Okay. I, okay. Okay. It was a point of time where I was, you know, Big Therm was my nickname. It still is, but um, you was selling yourself. <laughs> no, I wasn't selling myself. But I was. I was definitely being a, you know, a player on social media, like. You know how people, thigh box, yeah. how people be looking at you like some. You look like you a hoe or a player. Mm. I was like that on social media. Like I wouldn't be upset if somebody say I'm a hoe just from so what I post said, on social media. How much you charge for that ass? Yeah, she said. How, <laughs> she said, "How much do you charge for sex?" And I was in a relationship at the time, so I didn't entertain it. But I wish I wasn't, so I could have. What would you would have said? I would have said like, "I don't know, man. What you trying to for do? For real? What's your you price? Know? Like, what, what is it? I put them. I would have asked y'all what's your price? How much cash for that I, ass? I, I was thinking about it though. Okay. How much would I charge? It depends on the time limit. <laughs> it depends on what you want me to do, what we doing. No. Do you want start with that? How much time do right, you need for me? Yeah. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> then we talk can, about what you want. I can't get attracted to somebody on command. Like, no. You gotta be cute too. I don't know. Right. I gotta assess the situation. I yeah. stipulations. That's why I feel like I'm too pricey. I got too many stipulations. You yeah. Know, you just... Can't do it. Nope. It's cheaper to keep her. No. Nope. I think that's easy for a boy to do. I ain't, yeah. <sighs> Um, I've seen men crack the, the the nastiest of nasties. I just feel like they have less. Yeah, men a, know how to turn that mind off uh-huh, to get that just, and just get that nut off. Women, we gotta I don't find know. We a... be looking at the nigga and they be like, don't 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 don't, don't do that. Why? As you talking about <laughs> sex to me, don't don't do that. You gotta find a real desperate woman to like be able to sell your dick. Yeah, like she has to be very desperate and very picky to pay for I some pay right. For yeah, penis. dicks everywhere. You know, niggas willing to throw dick somebody everywhere. Somebody gonna fuck yeah. you. Yeah, somebody will. That's crazy. It's not me. So you know when we you know we don't like to generalize, but what we like to generalize. I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> Is it is it like is it true or not true that men are whores? I don't I don't know. Cause if you just said that it'll be hard to find a woman that wanna pay for some penis, but it's not to find men that wanna pay for coochie. Bro, pussy is you like have you had put well yeah. Like, <laughs> like, what, what you mean? Like pussy and dick fam is too totally, you know what I'm saying? I haven't had both, but dick is just that unappealing <laughs> that I'll I never cross that line. Okay. I'll Ain't never so, cross that line. I'm gonna give you here she, right here she go. Let me tell you how much di- how good dick right. is. I wasn't even gonna say that. <laughs> I wasn't even gonna say that. <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> For me, uh-huh. I like that. Uh-huh. I like the thing that swing. Uh-huh. But it was more passionate with a girl. It was I ain't gonna lie, I had I bust a big one with a That's bitch. what I'm oh seeing. Vagina's gonna always be in more demand than some dick. Always. I mean, I think it's just cause it's women. Women are like Women know each other, yeah. so I I honestly so can you can have ten gay niggas and one woman. After a while, they all gonna try to get with the woman. Okay, like when they first link up, they probably yeah, I mean, gay man island. After about a week or two, it's like brothers, it's, it's some pussy right here, bro. Okay, I'm getting tired of this. Right, man, I'm getting tired of the yeah, bro. 
Pussy's so yeah. versatile, bro. A dick is just dick. What do you mean it's versatile? You can do what? a lot with some pussy. I can, what can, can you do? You're not wrong. Listen, he preaching. You can do a lot with some pussy. You could do okay, a lot. Okay, let's change the topic. <laughs> Remove me out of this Jada, this Pinkett Will group <laughs> chat. Blue face. No, but no. Take me out. No, you know what? That goes, because I when you had said, uh, when he said something about the headline, I wanted to say something to that note, too. Because a lot of people will read the Jada Pinkett headlines and not that. Like, I seen one today that said, Jada Pinkett reveals that Tupac battled with um, alopecia. alopecia. But I'm like, if you watched any documentary outside of a Biggie Tupac, How Did They Die about Tupac, you would know he had alopecia. She didn't reveal shit. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? That's been revealed. Yeah. So it's like, I feel like... The, the, the hair, the hair thing. Yeah, okay. like he always hair. had a funny hairline when yeah, he had just hair. Yeah, he was just going But that that was it. I don't know if y'all seen the Dear Mama documentary, but I encourage everybody oh, to go. Yeah, mm. that is the best Tupac piece. Period. Ain't okay. no piece better than that. I will ne- like. I was already done watching Tupac shit because I'm like it's the same repetitive thing, and I kind of. They made Tupac seem a certain kind of way, mm. but in this documentary, it was made by the uh, the Hughes brothers. Which also was really dope because you know the beef between the Hughes brothers and and Tupac. Okay. Um. So that was really dope, and then it was told from the um the lens of Afini, uh, his mom and mm-hmm. uh, his auntie. Mm-hmm. So it was like so much humility. But like I'm saying, it's half the shit that they even saying that Jada Pinkett is revealing. This shit is already out there. That's the thing with everything that goes with headlines with her. It's already been said before. Yeah. It's just. Is 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 more clickbait when she says it, yeah. Because everybody then painted her with this propaganda yeah. that she is the enemy, and she's, she's not the enemy. You know, you, you know how are we even talking about her again? Like, what sparked us she talking has a about book her now? That she's doing press for her. God, and she's like, um, me and Will been separated since twenty sixteen. Yeah, and he, Will Smith already said, <laughs> said this that in his book. Yeah, and he did a press run for. Her. Two years ago, you know, again, you take know, me out. The court, the court of public opinion. You remember after they did that red table talk? Yeah, and everybody was like, "She got Will crying." Da, da, da. Yeah. Will Smith literally was on Instagram and was like, "Yeah, I wasn't crying. Y'all know I was tired. Whenever I be tired, yawning, yeah. I it, cry." It, yeah, same. And and Jada was sitting there like this. She was like, I. He was like, yeah. She wanted to reshoot. I was like, hell no, nah, this gold. Yeah. <laughs> so like, Will Smith knows. Yes. That y'all think his wife it is it's almost like it's almost like the Grinch, you know? They the always Grinch. say like uh the Grinch was the bad person, but really it was the Mr. Who nigga, the mayor. <laughs> he was the fucking villain, not the Grinch. You know what I'm saying? I'm passionate about the Grinch. I'm sorry. Yeah. You know, so that's how it was. It's, that's literally how it is. It's like Will is the real villain. <sighs> Speak on it. Speak on it because I'm a man hater. I'm so it. confused. Will he has is. been and it's protecting so crazy. Jada this whole time. Oh, yeah. He did all this for himself. And, and that's the thing, so. too. He even tell you, like, yeah, I ran my family crazy. Everything had to be perfect. When I did a movie, Jada needed a show. Uh, Jada needed a show. Willow needed to do music. He like, he, he said it out family. of his mouth that he pushed his family too fucking far. Yeah, I know. I just like the. It'd just be funny to be the Jada Pinkett Slander. It'd be funny. That's why I'll. It's cute, but it's so dangerous. Yeah. Like, is it painting the narrative? Yeah. That she like this. She has this good black man and she doesn't appreciate him. Yeah. I saw a post yesterday that was like him and his kids. And then it's like Jada said they ain't even his kids. <laughs> <laughs> Them Tupac kids. Would y'all rather. Oh, God. Be trapped in a world. Okay. Where vampires ruled the world 
Or would you be trapped in a world where zombies rule the world? And this all happens at night. So you only got to worry about them at night. We only worry about them at night? Yeah. They only, they only rule and reign at night. Zombies. How do they move? What's, what's their motive? They, whatever zombies and vampires is in your brain, that's what you go off of. Okay. Zombies. Really can't go wrong with either one. I guess I'll go vampires, maybe. I'm not good at this game. This is literally your own opinion, Josie. You don't have to be right or wrong. No, I'm scared now. I'm scared. <laughs> That's I'm scared. Do you think you can survive in a world where it was ruled by zombies at night or vampires at night? Don't you kill vampires with garlic or something? I mean, this is, that's something, but you don't kill them. You might like, you know, you might... Flashbang them with it. <laughs> it's like, you ain't going to stun them. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, Maybe. No, zombies. Because it, it's easier to kill a zombie. Okay. I'm I'm going to pick zombie just because I don't want to feel left out. I'm not going to choose zombies just to be different. And I'm going to say vampires because if I was to get bitten by a vampire over a zombie, I would rather it be a vampire than a zombie because it's cooler to be a vampire than a fucking dumbass, stupid, stank-ass zombie. But then if you think about it, if everybody gets bit by a vampire, eventually there's nothing going to be left for vampires to feed on. Then what happens? I mean, the same with zombies. If everybody's zombies, what happens? Nothing else to feed on. Right. You eat the dead zombies. You got a better chance of living if you kill a zombie. When you just eat the dead zombies? Nah, no, they don't eat zombies each other. don't eat dead. Oh, because it, it's not it's not living organisms. It's dead. Yeah. Oh, like they could eat a, a cow or some shit like that, like a horse or something. Haven't we seen vampires bite each other? I don't think it so. doesn't work like that. No, you can't oh. feed off another vampire though. But they can feed off animals. They eat animals. You could feed off an animal, but it, it don't sustain you like. It'll get you from point A to point B. I'm saying it like I'm like like having a It's like a Pontiac with 1,200 miles on it. But vampires can also just, you know, capture humans and feed off of them and not turn them. Yeah, they could just, yeah. Yeah, but then... Hey, I Can vampires ask. go to the grocery store? I still store? say zombies because I feel like vampires if it was like a zombie apocalypse. Store? Yeah, vampires the are they, they're nocturnal. They can't come out in during the day. So they can go to twenty four hour grocery stores at night. Yes. Okay. But zombies, they can come out whenever. But this is specifically they really be going crazy at night. This question. Okay, so I think I'm going to choose vampires. Why? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> It feels right now. Okay. Come on, it feels right. It feels right because you hear me and Jay talking about vampires. That's fine. I'm doubling down on the zombies. Okay. Yeah, I think we're going to go with vampires here. Now, let's let's think about this. Let's say you now have turned into a zombie. Do you think your life is going to be cooler or worse as a zombie or vampire? Zombie. I mean, if I turn into a fucking zombie, I don't know what life is going to be like. I'm dead. Because it's, it's Blade of Vampire? Obviously, it'd be... Yeah. Yeah, Blade's cool. I'd be a vampire. Blade's yeah, be Blade. Huh? Blade's half vampire. He's he's not a zombie though. But this is what I'm saying. Oh, he's a I vampire. Mean, obviously, yes. it would be cooler to be a vampire. Exactly. Zombies are fucking stupid. Exactly. But think about it like this: if it was a zombie apocalypse and the world is empty, you can do whatever you want. That's not fun. That don't sound fun mm, at a all. A large part of why the world's fun is is socializing. <laughs> like you literally mm. fuck. 
and, and that's fun. <laughs> like he literally fuck. <laughs> so, so, ma'am. Okay, I'm guess I'm gonna change my answer. No, you I don't like have fucking, to. Yeah, let me be a zombie. If you actually like think that you want to watch too much it. fucking Twilight. Twilight wasn't fun. That's I've not cool. Seen, Twilight seen was it. fucking stupid. Never seen you know, it. What was good though? True Blood. True Blood. That. Okay, yeah, True Blood was True good. Blood I give you that. True now Blood. Now I'm thinking about it. That pregnancy was a bad one for her. Right, the bitch almost died. And you see, she got a paper cut dude threw a stupid ass against the wall and shit. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) I mean, if we were if we were talking like vampires or werewolves, I definitely fuck with the werewolves. I fuck with the werewolf. I'm sticking with vampires all the way. I'm sticking with vampires because I'm gonna stick with vampires. They don't go party at night. They got swag. They humans, but just with fangs. Because I could just be blade. Blade is I cool could just ride motorcycles and like have guns. Yeah, and I think you will get hell. You'll get more hoes if you was like a blade. That's what I'm saying. We'll get the hoes. I get the little vampire hoes. I can't believe you even started with zombies. Like why? That's how. That let me know you a dirty nigga from the uh, south side. <laughs> <laughs> and then think about the head vampires give. That's probably crazy. You're not probably, wrong. Probably crazy. You, you ain't even thinking that. You know what I'm saying? You ain't even thinking Your that. Your dick will be shredded. You ain't even thinking that. Your dick gonna look Imagine like ribbons. Imagine getting hair from a zombie. That's disgusting. You gotta have tongs on your nose while Who's out here <laughs> fucking zombies? Exactly, but I that's mean, the life you told when you told zombies at first. No, that's not. That's not. Look at her. See, she you, said you she going, chose that shit. Because you going so technical and so You got to for it. this. This what makes the damn uh, segment cute. Okay, like fine. I guess, I guess I'm motherfucking werewolf. Damn, fuck it. I don't want to be either one of them. I'm We're a werewolf. Th- <laughs> <laughs> I'm Jacob, bitch. Leave new, me alone. Team new Jacob. New character. Okay. Right, I'm unlocking shit. Team Jacob. With you growing up with a, uh, a stepfather that came into your life, would you say that he, like, helped alleviate um, some of the like stressors that your mom probably had. Definitely. Okay, so you can be able to speak to how a partnership is important. Yeah. And do you think your mom would have been able to? Well, your case is a little different because your mom actually like had hindrance, physical hindrance from yeah. her ability to be a mother or just a mom in a home. Yeah. But would you say that it probably is hard, like easier? To do so, be a mom, be present and be a functional mom in a household if you have the father carry more of like the the work and the financial uh, stress in the home. I do think that um, to an extent, you know, like having my stepdad around to kind of carry that financial aspect Uh was important. It was Uh very important. That's how we got the basic necessities that we needed. Yeah. Um, But at the same time. My mother is super resourceful. Yeah. Extremely. So even when she was on her back lying down, like she was still making money. She wrote books. She sold them on Amazon. She wrote seven books, I think. Mm-hmm. She wrote seven books. My mom had a knitting business. She made thousands of dollars selling pussy hats. Uh, Pussy hats? Pussy hats. You see all the little white women during uh, Donald Trump, they was wearing them little pink hats. It's supposed to look like two labias at the top of your head. Okay. Look, they call them pussy hats. Okay. She sold like 2,000 of those. And that's how she was able to pay for my graduation party and my prom. Okay. She was out here hustling. Yeah. My yeah. mom's a hustler. Yeah. So she would be on her back, sick, having asthma attacks, not being able to walk, not being. Today, she currently cannot eat. And my mom is a hustler. She does she does um psychic readings. Okay. She has a hotline. She makes money that way. Yeah. So, like, 
she's still a hustler. Yeah. You know, and like I think even without my dad, we would have got by. Yeah. Um, but he definitely made it easy. He yeah. definitely made it easy. Um, and so with that being said, black women are resourceful as fuck. Resourceful as fuck. I yeah. feel like men are like simple minded. Yes. You know? Yes. You know, it's one track minded. My mom like, okay, this not working. Okay, what we finna do next? Yeah. I think that's a hard pill that men have to swallow is yeah. that you aren't as resourceful mm. and creative yeah. as women. Yep. Cause I agree. I my mama done did some shit, got some money, whatever. I ain't asking, you know, for the, the tea or the deets on it, but like you just said the other day, oh, no Christmas. We wake up and there's Christmas in yep. the fucking closet. Yeah. <clears throat> and so I'm with you. I really do think women just, they just have this in them where they just can figure out some shit out of nothing. And when you get to a dude, like, it's just, I got to go fucking kill somebody right. to do it. Like, <laughs> like it's no. crazy. Why? Wait, no, wait. Let's not do that. Chill <laughs> out. Yeah. Chill out. Men <laughs> panic. They panic. Yeah. Like, no. Women are resourceful and they do it calm. Yeah. Um, and they just make shit work. Yeah. We think two, three steps ahead. Mm -hmm. That's how I feel. Um, sorry to all the male viewers. Yeah. You know, I'm sorry about that, but that's how I feel. They'll be okay. They, they'll be okay. They, they know my heart is still for them. It's just the, the, the facts is facts, bro. Cause even in statistics, we lead the way in entrepreneurship. Yes. We are, uh, like we, we're more, there's more women, small business owners than men. I'm one. Entrepreneurship is on the rise because of women. Yep. So if we talking about women are more resourceful and more creative and they figure shit out, then why are we leading the way in entrepreneurship as well? Leading the way in education. Education is just, that's just going to always be the, yeah. I think. Like, yeah. hello, like y'all niggas. I saw some dude on TikTok. He was like, black men don't even have life insurance. <laughs> 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 we, we. We make shit work in the community. Mm -hmm. And um, the only time I agree with Dr. Umar is when he'd be like, you know, black women, we are at the forefront of our community. We are at yeah. the forefront of activism. Yeah. So we can't succeed as a community without a black woman being there. Yeah. Now, I always try to use that and be like, why haven't, why aren't there more women presidents, more women bosses and stuff? If we know that women are the ones that get the shit done. Yeah. It is like they always come behind and say women can't lead or mm -hmm. they, it's too much cattiness. And women are too emotional. Yeah, too emotional. Yeah. I hate that. No, that's like that. And we just we're just able to fluently just talk about our emotions. Yeah. And you all have been conditioned to not. And so you got a lot of fucking deconditioning to do right. to realize you're just as emotional. Maybe we need to lead a country in an emotional sense, though. Yeah, because then you would understand why you shouldn't go bomb. Gaza, like it's crazy. Send millions of dollars, yeah, to a country, yeah, to use that money to create genocide on a group of people, yeah. Maybe we need to have an emotional sense. Yes, yes. What the fuck is wrong with being emotional? Exactly. That's the problem. That's the problem. problem. <laughs> Y'all niggas don't want to be emotional. Uh -huh. That's why you're shooting up schools and you're shooting up concerts because y'all not thinking about your emotions. And the stats will show. It, it it's little. 90% of all uh, murders that's happened in the entire globe were committed by male perpetrators. Yep. Yep. You don't see no bitch out here shooting up schools. Well, maybe a couple. But it's a couple. It's, it's not majority. Right. It's not and majority. the couple is like 5% out of the right. 95. Right. So it's, it's clearly there's something out there within men. Yep. 
then we need to evaluate and figure out how to fix this. Yeah. It was a man that tried to take down the plane uh-huh. on Alaska Airlines the other day. It was a man that shot 60 people in Lewiston, Maine. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, y'all need to get that shit checked out. Yeah. Would you like to share how you lost your virginity? Yeah. So, this one, this one, my, this one we moved to Gary <clears throat> from Alabama. Uh, we, um, my mama dropped me off. I was going to Lou Wallace. My mama dropped me off uh, at the end of the street, uh, Lou Wallace. So I had to walk down the street to school. Mm-hmm. It was like a little sit go on the left of me. And she dropped me off. And I was walking, and this lady came out the sit go, and she asked if she sucked my dick. A sit go is a gas station. Sit go is a gas station. Yeah, if you, yeah. So she asked if she can, you know, give me some head or whatever. A lady walked out the gas station and asked if she could suck your dick. Yeah. She was like, you cute. Well, she she didn't go straight forward. Be like, that's I was straightforward with her. But she was like, you know, you cute. How old you is? She was asking me at that time. I was like 14. I told her I was like 17. I was always tall. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So I was capping out. They ain't even gonna, I, was, I told her I was 17. And we was just chopping it up, walking. And then she was like, can I give you some hand? Can I suck your dick? Um, 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 yeah, fuck it. Um, yeah. <laughs> Hey, never got that before. Okay. After that, before, like, last night, I had just watched some porn or something. I'm like, damn, this shit real interesting. Like, this what this, okay. So the night before. Yeah. All of this happened, you was watching porn. Yeah. Okay. And I'm like, damn, this shit, like, because I found my mama. My mama don't never like when I talk about this. I found my mama's stash game. Uh Going that, that black that black joint going crazy with all nigga. the CDs in it, and I had the TV who had the portable DVD player in it. Oh, so you ain't even got a hook up though. Just turn the TV off. Ooh. Folks, yeah, it was over with. Big booty girls go <laughs> wild. <laughs> My mama had. I'm sorry, mama. You had all the selections, <laughs> bro. She had all the selections. She hate when I talk about it, but bro, she. But anyways, yeah. I was like, damn, this is a life in heaven. I was just watching it. Now I'm living it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Amen. You missing out. You missing out on one little detail. What? Well, you told me this story. You I was, said what? You said that you think that lady was a crackhead. Oh yeah, she was a crackhead on phone them. I forgot about that. I forgot about I wanna say she was a crackhead, but she looked like one, bro. She was dark skinned. She wasn't dirty or nothing. Like she wasn't dirty, but she was like, you could tell it was like something wrong with her or something. So so you just said that you wasn't thirsty when you was younger. I mean I wasn't, but I guess I guess you could say that was I was thirsty. very thirsty. Okay. But after that, I never I ain't got nothing or whatever. Like that was totally a bad decision when I, you know, I was like, I was like I realized that shit was bad for me when I was like 16. I'm like, damn, I really did that shit, bro. Like, like I was ashamed of myself. Uh-huh. And nigga, I was raped. But it was my decision, but at the same time, it was like taking advantage of You was but I molested. Was molested. Yeah. Because of the age. Yeah, the age, yeah. Um, bro. <clears throat> she was like, she was like 30. But you also, well, oof, never mind, because you said you were 17. I told her I was 17. So she shouldn't have been messing with a 17-year-old. I was really 14. I know you was yeah, 14, yeah. but she, you told her she, you was 17. Yeah, bro. And you said that was your first time that ever? That was my first time ever doing anything, bro. I was beating this motherfucker until that happened. Uh-huh. Okay. Oh, 
But no. that's not that's not a proud decision I'm you know I'm proud of though. Like But she just sucks you off though. Yeah, we ain't no, no, I hit that. So that's I lost you my lost virginity. Your virginity. Yeah, all that. That was all in one take before so how school. How do you go from suck getting your dick sucked to now you inside of this? Bro, she she just stopped giving me that motherfucking she put it in. Ah. Fuck it. I had she had to help me. And y'all was outside of the gas station. No, no, no. We was in like we was like at a bando. Oh bro, we was at a bando right in the back of that motherfucker. Save you. But I stopped. I ain't even nut. I ain't even bust though. I ain't even gonna lie. I, she put it in and I probably like stroked for like two seconds. I was like, oh, I don't know. I'm out of here. I gotta go to school. Okay. <laughs> so this was before school. Yeah. Bright early in the morning. I was cheesing walking in that motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> I told all I told all the guys. I'm like, yeah, I just got some ass before this motherfucker. Swear to God. And you want and you, and you think I would want to have a son and I just <laughs> said I don't want a hoe. <laughs> but that's why that's why you gotta be real with your kids though. Like I'm gonna tell that story to my son. Uh-huh. Like on some real shit. What age you gonna tell her? I'll tell him when he probably like cause. 13 is when you are really like start feeling like your body to change. So I really tell him when he probably like 15, 16. But you you got your shit off at 14. So you go skip a year. He might have already done did it. You're right. But that's when I'll be comfortable. Okay. You feel me? If he, but how I want our relationship to be, mm-hmm. I would want him to be like, hey, dad, I just did this shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? But if it don't, then that's the time I'm going to be like, hey, bro, you know about the birds and the bees yet? You you, you didn't got that motherfucker wet or something? You as, know what you doing? As his auntie, I will hope for you to have a conversation with him before 15. You think so? Yes, way before what, what 15. What age you think, baby? Yeah. So the age, I, okay. See, the dad. Yeah, yeah. I prevention oh, is better than ain't nobody tell me <laughs> you try to prevent things before it happens before yeah. it happens so that if it does when it does happen it's done a bit more safer yeah <clears throat> i would say 11 i was, was going to say i take say it 11. back i say 12 but i, I might we say was 11 sneaking porn oh, bro we was before 13 14 shit. y'all know about the story we was going crazy y'all know so yeah, I I def I'ma I'ma teach my kids as early as I want to. Okay. The, the safer the better for me. I agree on that. I Both agree folks, on that. I got I know niggas that got they lost their stuff at and ten, and they eight, don't teach nine. that shit in school no more. They used no, to teach they it. Don't. I would rather I teach my kids than school anyway. Yeah. But you also need to be educated to yeah. teach your kids. Like niggas don't even know they walking around with oral herpes because they think it's just a cold sore nigga. That's oral herpes. Yeah. But they not educated themselves because they're ashamed yeah. of what they could possibly have. Yeah, I was just going to say that. Definitely the one that got away. <laughs> Man, don't be trying to take that shit as a compliment. That shit is not a compliment to me. You over here, yup, I know I'm the one that got away. Not I, you. Oh. But you are doing that. But I'm saying in general, like, that is a conversation you see people have about themselves. They gloat about being the one that got away. And do. Ask that nigga why he think you're the one that got away. Because... 
when I would do, when I would when I would do shit, you would want to sit me through it and and let me you feel me figure it out. But now the niggas they just be done with me every time I do some shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what that mean? That mean <laughs> you usable? Yeah. Not, ass. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> this is what we talking about. This is what we talking. <laughs> I mean, yes and no, right? Because like. <laughs> because like okay yes did we did we have times where I probably shouldn't have forgave him absolutely but yeah. at the end of the day you're not gonna act like I wasn't that girl yeah as yeah, far yeah. As, like, as far as like you know we we did shit together that he would probably never do if I was not in his life yeah. it's like I know what I brought to the table yeah. yeah did I let you get over one too many times yes but that has everything to do with me checking my inner person and, yeah. and knowing and being more aware of my self worth and my self value more than it has to do with like me just being like, all right, you just gonna walk over me and just do whatever the fuck you wanna do. No. Right. I I know what I have. I know what I bring to the table. And so it's just like I could probably talk to any nigga and really do that. Yeah. I could flip any nigga and do that shit for real. You feel me? Like it don't matter. Right, talk your shit, Shorty. Yeah, man. Go crazy. All right. go. Stand on big bitch. Go crazy. Right. <laughs> That's not lady like, calm down. Shut the fuck up, bro. Uh, but yeah, I could I could really do that. It's just like it's 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 in me. I, yeah. I don't have to I don't have to fake that shit. You feel me? A lot of women don't they don't have it. You just yeah. simply don't have it. You just simply you not that girl. You feel yeah. me? You can't yeah, no, you can't do sure. it. You can't make a nigga want to change his ways. You feel me? You just can't do it. Yeah. Um, but it's in me. It's in me. I I'm built like that. All you know okay. what I'm saying? Okay. It is what it is. I feel yeah. like I'm the one that got away in all my relationships. Yes. And they show me Every year that I'm the one that got away. Now, mm-hmm. do I take that as a compliment? Sometimes, seventy percent of the time, I don't, because mm-hmm. I think I played in my fucking face being with them. Right? Absolutely. Right? <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Because why the fuck did you talk to them, bro? I That's how a, I feel. I had a friend, a past friend. She used to be my best friend. Mm-hmm. Sent me a voice message. Hey, no, it's been some time, but uh, I was wondering if we could. You know, catch up. I know we haven't talked, and I'm the reason, but uh, let's catch up. I ain't talked to this person since the last, last relationship I was in. Like, this was a, this made me upset. I'm a fist, I'm, I'm taking a fist that you even think to send me this fucking dumbass message. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just disaccessible. Because mm-hmm. I used to be that accessible. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So I'm more upset about myself. That don't make me feel good that this nigga want to keep circling back to be my friend again. Yeah. That just means that I'm too accessible. You mm-hmm. feel me? And the same with all my relationships. The first ex, she keeps trying to come back in my mm-hmm. life. Because I was too fucking accessible. Mm-hmm. I'll fall off the whim every time she want to ghost me and then come back. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh. She's back. Let me mm-hmm. retry all over again. Hell fuck no. no. Fuck yeah. no. No. Heavy and, on the fuck no. And, and I be getting so like low key. Um, I be like guilty myself sometimes when I don't let people in, even though I'm at the point where I said no more of that shit. Mm-hmm. Because what if that's their 13th reason? Mm-hmm. You feel mm-hmm. me? So I be guilty myself sometimes because I just learned that that first ex, she is going through some shit that is very on brand, but I would still be like, damn, you really going through that shit? And I'm like, damn, what if I would have linked up with her like she wanted to around my birthday? Because maybe her talking to me, she thought we could be friends now that we've had time pass. Maybe she needed this type of person in her life. Mm. But mm-hmm. I can't do that shit because you played in my face way too many times. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Yeah. yeah. It'd be like that. I felt. I feel that. Mm-hmm. Like I Sometimes I have a hard time with severing ties with people all yeah. the way because I feel like I'm leaving you out there for the wolves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I hate feeling like that, but something that I had to come to terms with is like, People didn't consider me 
Yeah. You didn't consider how shit would make me feel. Consideration. So why would I consider you? Yeah. Why would I give a fuck? And it's it's so hard to do that, to yeah. like flip a switch like that. Because yeah. with me, like the way I love people, I love people. You feel me? Like if I if I fuck with you, I fuck with you. So mm-hmm. it's like for me to see you go out there and just be like, all right, I can't fuck with you no more. That shit tear me up. Yeah. yeah. That shit tear me up because yeah, I, no, sure. yeah. I feel bad. I feel bad. Like, damn. I know you out there struggling. I know you out there trying to figure this shit out. But yeah. it's like, I got to let you do it because you ain't, you, you fucked this up. Yeah. You destroyed this. Yeah. So you will figure it out. Yeah. And it is what it is. Like, you don't, you don't deserve, you don't deserve me because when you had me, you didn't value me. You mm-hmm. didn't appreciate the fact that mm-hmm. I was here for you. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck if you ain't got nobody. Yeah. You fucked that up. You did that. So now you got to live with that. I want my kids to experience both their mom and their father in the home. So, okay. yeah. I don't want kids. So I'm married. Same, you know, same on that. Okay, but I feel like even if the kid come before the marriage, but I marry their father, right? That's how I want it's it to cool. be. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. But like I said, whoever get go. a shout out of me is the goat. Yeah. I never <laughs> me and this nigga locked in for life. <laughs> Fuck you, think you going? <laughs> I never understood the things people do in the past when they get pregnant before they're married and they rush to get married because it's against morals. Yes. And ethics. Oh, that's, yeah, that's that old school church yeah. shit. <laughs> yeah, nah, we going if we can do it right, we gonna do it right. But don't get me wrong, sometimes people slip, shit happens. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel yeah. like me picking a great father or whoever I allow to be the father, mm-hmm. I know what I'm getting myself into. And that's not to say like of course uh, you with somebody and they can switch on you at any given moment because mm-hmm. I've been through that. Yeah, but um, I feel like my discernment is very strong as now that I'm older. So anybody okay. that I'm with, it's intentional. Okay, I'm not just doing shit to do it. Yo, OG, she did have a great message um mm-hmm. about like absence. So teaching people basically not to have sex, get to know the person first. <laughs> All the protective stuff that we don't actually say to kids or people. Before they're just going to go have sex. Hey, I know you gonna want to fuck, but here's a condom. <laughs> Instead of that, saying, "Hey, don't fuck yet." You feel yeah. me? <laughs> These are the steps you probably should take before you even get to just wanting to have sex with somebody. Right? Did you ever receive that message in any way from her, or was that something? <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> yeah, how no. was the talks like? Yeah. We never had that talk. Never, never ever, ever. Yeah. Ever in life. <laughs> These damn parents. My name is Tamaya. <laughs> it's the parents Ray. On this podcast, I'll always find a way to, res- to translate it back to the parents. <laughs> no, because the parents, like, it's so crazy because, like, parents are interesting to me now. Mm-hmm. Really very, very interesting to me now. Like, mm-hmm. me and my mama, we didn't talk about a lot that mm-hmm. I felt like we should have mm-hmm. at the time when I needed it. Mm-hmm. Um, So it's like, <laughs> shit. we had that conversation but yeah. that me and my grandma like i'll never forget when i first got my period my grandma was like congratulations you can have kids now <laughs> and i was like what type of shit is that yeah. so i couldn't have them before yeah i'm over here bleeding you like oh you can have a baby come out now that's exactly what she said and i was so distraught i'll never forget that i thought bad well got me pregnant too i'm like what the bad fuck well? yes i went to a bad well concert <laughs> oh, and look listen i used to love bad well you hear me uh-huh. Like the biggest Bow Wow fan, like that was my man. Yeah, went to his concert. I think I was like, I was young, uh-huh. not too young, but around the age that puberty hit. And mm-hmm. the next day after the concert, I'm like, what the fuck is this? I was on my period. 
And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, I'm in my man. head like, oh, shit, my life over. That shit is so dumb. <laughs> that shit is crazy <laughs> as fuck. But I'm like, and then my grandma come in the room. She's like, you can have kids now. And I was like. So that probably made you really think you got pregnant. Yeah. I thought bad way I did. His big one. That oh, shit crazy. <laughs> that is that hilarious. <laughs> Listen, you heard it here first. <laughs> they put black men in dresses when you want to accumulate some type of success. They say you got to be a woman role first, right? Mm-hmm. White actors also go through that same thing. So right. what makes it different for them to have to... Adam Sandler was a, a, a woman. Uh, Mrs. Doubtfire. Like, there's movies where they go through the same, they do women roles as well. Why don't we see that differently? Because we don't view white people as as masculine as black people? No, because black people run shit. Right. Everybody cares what black people do. But white, white people, they don't have conversation. Well, I'm not going to say that because I don't know what white people talk about. But They talk it, about black people. So they don't care about their white actors being in dresses? No, they all. care about niggas. <laughs> they only black people run shit. We are the talking point. See, I, I can't, I can't agree with that because we don't know what the hell they really talk about, yeah. what they care about. This is like just our assumption. They force us to care about certain shit like that, you know, masculinity and shit like, yeah. you know what I mean? Certain shit. But like you said, I never even thought about it, you know, on the other end with white people. Cause I never thought of, you know, uh, Robert Williams, what's his name? Robert, yeah, Robert Williams. Or him being like, you know, Getting in that room or anything like yeah. that, I just it's just a white nigga that's funny as hell. But when you see black people like Martin and them, you actually think about like, damn, why is this nigga in the dress? Because you don't want to see a man, a black man like that, you know. And then in, think in, about in that the, type of light, essentially. And then think about the different type of movies between like what white actors do and what black act- actors do. It's more black people acting in movies where they fucking thugs, drug dealers, anything that's violent versus white people. Okay. That's the direction I was going to go in. Um, I think it more so has to do with how black people have been um, depicted in movies. Mm-hmm. So when you see like um, in earlier films, there's either like the maid or a savage or yeah. a thug or something. It's like, all right, now you got to wear a dress. So I think that's why people who criticize the comedians who do it is more so on that side. Like, I don't know, viewed as a negative image. Kind of thing, but it's, it'd be funny to me. Like, I get, exactly. I get, that, I that's you, where I was gonna get at. I, I get what you be saying. I you love Norbert like, as Respucia. Yeah, like I get what you're saying. Like, you don't hear with, I guess, white actors, but I guess white actors never had to. Oh, why is he being viewed like? Yeah, this? Robert Williams was a great yeah. Miss Doubtfire. Exactly. So but I think he could be funny without the dress too, though. You know what I'm saying? I don't think yeah. you need. He to, is. I don't think you Robert Williams funny as fuck. Though, you know what I'm saying? So what? What are we supposed to do with that statement, though? Yeah, but, yeah, he can play without being a woman. He's great actor without being a woman. But the nigga was asked to be a woman, and he chose to be a woman. He did a great job at it. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I ain't saying that I don't. I'm just saying. Like, it's crazy. We got to take away from that. That nigga gay. <laughs> That's crazy. No, I'm, not gay. I'm not saying that anybody that put on a dress is gay. It's just like a common theme, though, in Hollywood. Yeah. Like, you go to that next level once you put that dress on. That happened for a lot of these, you know, entertainers. Martin, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Kevin Hart. Anybody you can think of that went reached that next level, like, they, they put a fucking dress on. I think it's more so just with comedians, though. Uh-huh. Like, I don't know if Denzel ever wore a dress. Nah, Denzel, nah he never Denzel. did, but yeah, Wesley nah. Snipes did. Denzel, yes, nigga. I was going to say, Wesley Snipes is the only person I can think of. I'm, I don't think I've ever seen Samuel Jackson in a dress. Okay, so why do yeah. you think that is more so for comedians instead of like drama-based or action uh, actors? I think comedians, I don't know. It's like 
because they because might have the worldly, skill. They're worldly renowned and worldly <laughs> liked versus a motherfucking Kane and O-Dog from Men's to Society that's really only appreciated in the black community. How many black... You know, entertainers reached that level too, though. I mean, The Rock would had on a dress before. Like the people that actually reached that plateau, I feel like they actually they, they all pretty much had a dress on once upon a time in a movie or a TV show. Or fucking and it could be they just good actors. That's what I was about to say. <laughs> like we watch these people on stage impersonate people. Jamie Foxx impersonate anybody. You don't think he can do a role where he impersonate as a woman? Yeah, Jamie is so Jerry Jamie Foxx is the most talented human being ever, man. You know what I'm saying? It's nothing he can't do. I you know, salute to yeah. Jamie Foxx. I hope that's it. Some people like I don't think Kevin Hart, not not to you know nitpick or you know point out somebody, but Kevin Hart's not that funny, you know what I'm saying? Everybody think he is like hilarious and shit, but I feel like it's funnier people out there than him that can actually be in the same position that he's in that can get more laughs than he gets. You know what I'm saying? Now, That's another story. Now, before we go too far off, I did want to say, like, you brought up Miss Doubt, Miss Doubtfire and how Robin Williams wouldn't be, don't nobody care like like that because he in a dress. Minister Society came out that same year. Mm-hmm. If Kane or O-Dog would have starred in some shit, 95, 96, where they had a dress on, mm-hmm. they'll be looked at way different than Miss Doubtfire was. Because look at what they coming he off He has of. movies before Miss Doubtfire. So we don't, we're not introduced to him as Miss Doubtfire. We're not, but he doesn't have an aggressive movie like Minister Society where the first five minutes you shoot a nigga in the head. I mean, that's just contrast. That's a crazy contrast to be shooting somebody and then your next movie you're in a dress. Like, that's just crazy. Why would yeah. you make that decision for yourself for that to be your follow-up? Because it's a role. You no, got to act. Shit. <laughs> why would that be your follow-up movie after you just did Minister Society? That's why yeah. I say it's more so on a comedian. Like, I, I don't think Old Dog's ever played in a comedy. All right, so CB4 came out that same year, and Chris Rock wore a dress in, that, in the same movie. A comedian. A comedian. A comedian, you ain't on the same. We we talk about comedians, (laughs) right? The question was, what's the difference between comedians and actors that aren't comedians? Why does it seem like comedians are the ones that are in those roles where they impersonate as women? Because actors are too, though. I mean, like we can't really name a lot of black actors that reach that level. Even Lorenz Tate, he's a great actor, but he ain't no fucking Denzel. He ain't on that level of like you know Denzel, Mm -hmm. Jim Carrey, carrying them. You know what I'm saying? I feel like because comedians make you laugh, and more people like to laugh versus being drawn into drama or want to be taken to a serious place. I just think it makes sense to put Eddie Murphy in a dress over Denzel Washington. So why Denzel Washington never been in a dress? Cause he don't play that shit. It don't make sense. <laughs> he don't yeah, play don't that shit. Don't make sense. Denzel don't play that oh, shit. If, if y'all think that all of these comedians right. just lack integrity and they don't know how to say no for themselves, why Denzel Washington is not in the same boat? Why Samuel L. Jackson not in the same boat? Why uh, Angela Bassett's husband not in the same boat? All these other actors that yeah. aren't comedians, why they just have so much integrity they can say no? But these comedians can't. Different morals. Yeah, you, exactly. you can buy a nigga ethics. <laughs> right. You can buy ethics. You can buy a nigga ethics easier than you can buy some pussy. Right. I think this. It theory, didn't make sense for Wesley Snipes to be in the dress at all. Like it Wesley did was it. that nigga. Like, it did it. <laughs> but Wesley Snipes is cancel like, that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Sit I, your five dollar ass down before I make change. I love a good conspiracy theory, but this one from since I've been young just never made sense yeah. to me to be like something that like yeah. These niggas gay, they, no, like, <laughs> oh, I, it makes sense. Now that I'm older, I can think for myself. I can see why you asked this nigga to be Big Mama. Right. 
character. We had a movie. He said, come play side to side with me. He wanted me to wear a dress. He pulled out Big Mama House too. <laughs> that was fucking that hilarious. That shit was funny as hell. We gonna be good cop, bad cop. Yeah. He handed me Big House, Big Mama House too. <laughs> Y'all don't, okay, last question. Why did Martin Lawrence do Big Mama, Big Mama 2, when he already did his women role with being uh, Marquisha? What's, what's the sh- He probably just liked that, that shit. shit. Exactly. <laughs> he, the nigga can't make a choice for himself. Like, why you think he still need to elevate and do those roles? I mean, maybe you got to get put on to doing that stuff first. Just just like Tone said, you know, sometimes people got to be, you know, you got to bring them <laughs> in. So w- once you brought in, it's like, why not? Why not? Why not partake in this and I can get good more more good roles too? You get the best of both worlds. Some dudes that just probably want to play one because like I think I don't think that they brought Sinead to Martin. He probably wants to do that, you know, that character yeah. or whatnot. Yeah. That shit was hilarious. Yeah. You know, it's legendary. Yes. So I can understand some of that shit. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> like I said, the shit that, that don't make sense, like why does this nigga got a dress on right now? Like why did Kevin Hart wear a dress on SNL? That, just made no sense to me. You know what I'm saying? That nigga just had the dress on, waving and shit. I just didn't understand that at all. You know what I'm saying? I just feel like since Kevin Hart is as big as he is, you don't think that he should have got a whole movie when he was a woman instead of just a skit on SNL? Nah. You know what I'm saying? Come on, now, all of these greats was women. Because I don't feel like time in the I don't feel like time spent in the dress matters. Right. I feel like the platform you're on in the dress matters. SNL one is probably still one of the biggest TV shows in the world. So five minutes on SNL will probably be totally different than an hour and a half in a movie that's pro- that could or could not flop. But I feel like that's a moment in Kevin Hart's career where we will forget and not remember unless you just really these conspiracy theorists that just all <laughs> these niggas be addressing. Like, we're going to think of all of these things that Kevin Hart has been in and not think of that as soon as yeah. we think about Kevin Hart's career. Because, yeah, that's not one of the first things. Yeah, I that don't come to my mind. Exactly. We're going to think about somebody, Tyler Perry and Medea. And somebody but bring we, it up. And then nah, I'll, I'll be laughing. watching them YouTube videos, so that shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what How do you feel about being one of the girls? I don't know. No, That's my first time hearing that. Really? I, I, really? I, I would expect you to have heard that more, no, more than not. No. Right? Does, that it seems seem like so you got a lot of female friends. Or yeah, least... but they my niggas. I'm not so, one of the so girls. So they one of the guys. Yeah. But that's, but that's what I mean. I don't I don't say you one of the guys. I'm like, uh-huh. yeah, that's one of the guys, but... <laughs> You one of the girls. Sound like you like, drink beer. Right. That's, that's, how you, that's how you made it seem. Uh-huh. It's like, you're a vibe as a person. I just be chilling, man. That's what I'm saying. But you're not like... Some niggas you can't be friends with them because they just want to fuck you, right? But they you be in love with you. I was just talking to my home homegirl about this. Mm-hmm. Like they'll be your friend, but they'll still be in love with you. Yeah, yeah. Like, giving you bad advice about niggas because secretly they you their girlfriend. That's right. weird. Yeah, you a weird ass nigga. In his mind, he stopped cheating on me, bitch. Like it's weird. <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> my best friend cheating on me. Right. Weird ass nigga. Oh man, I got a story to tell about a best friend, man. Being that type of my best daddy friend. told me that a long time ago. What men and women can't grown men and women mm-hmm. can't be friends like that. It's it's rare. It's, it's rare. Definitely it's rare. rare. Unless y'all like some childhood friend shit, and even then, it still be. I've been trying to fuck you since fifth grade. Like, because even because even I'll try to be cool with a girl, and she'll you know what I'm saying. Try to be on that, and it's like nah, bro, I'm cool. And you know why? I think that we can be women and men can be friends, but because. People like are driven, uh, they're driven by sex. They're not driven 
like with other things like oh i'm driven by ambition. like pure or, intention yeah they're they're driven through sex because sex gives people like serotonin it gives them happiness for a temporary time and so right. if a nigga is so unhappy <laughs> they're, and they're, miserable and they're driven by bitch. sex <laughs> they are not people you can be friends with like that's Sir, just not gonna happen and it tends to be a lot of people unhappy. come over here fucking with my emotions because you're sad yes. i don't find a bitch outside of the don't I, find one no no that's bad advice don't find anyone i mean find yourself find well, yeah, god find yourself. Find yourself. Don't, don't find but what i'm saying else. is don't yeah. fuck up the friendship trying to fuck me just because you feel like i make you happy yeah I would give you a different type of happy. Happy like, yeah, you're my brother. Not happy like, yeah. <laughs> they don't know how to differentiate the, the two. They don't know how to do that's that. That's strange. Plus, you get more out of women when you don't fuck them. Outside of that, women are like that, too. I have some friends. I'm not going to name no names. I have some friends. Okay. They're like that, too. They fuck each other. And I'd be like, <laughs> how do this work? They're unhappy, but I trust you. She like because that's right, all right. it comes down down to. You're not gonna break my to... heart. Mm. <laughs> yes, I will. You just <laughs> Didn't you just see me do that to the old girl? Like, yes, I will. <laughs> I left her. I will leave you. <laughs> Sex comes down to trust and accessibility. Yes, I think that's the word. Yes, that's all it takes, yes. bro. Like yeah. proximity, trust, and accessibility. Yes, motherfuckers thinking, oh my god, I think my best friend is the one for me. No. She's your best <laughs> friend. You spend the most time with this girl, and you're single and lonely as fuck. But I'm not. <laughs> That's it. Yes. That is not the bitter, one. Bitter, bitter, little. Just a bit, sprinkle a bitter in there too. I didn't find a root of a lot of my issues until I went to therapy. Mm -hmm. So, um, I was. I would say I was addicted to pornography. Um, I was super sexually like curious and all this other stuff right and i couldn't i just thought because they would tell that's boys would be boys that's how boys are or whatever but i found out going through therapy um when i was three years old i got molested mm. i like i like i i blocked that memory out of my head from three to six like from three years old my next memory was me coming home on my sixth birthday from school okay so when i went to therapy we get into the root of things. And then um, this image just came back of, you know, I was living in Chicago. We went to go visit my grandmother's house. Um, back then, you know, it wasn't no big thing. Kids can go outside on their own. We yeah. weren't worried about people getting kidnapped or whatever. Yeah. Right. So this project that my granny lived in, in like the inner courts, you can see like the playground and all that other stuff from the back balcony. So me and my cousins, we all out there. I'm sitting on a little curve thing, and this woman comes to me, and I remember it clear as day. She had like this golden brown skirt on, skinny black woman, afro, um, had this black camisole, and she smelled like cigarettes. She picked me up. <laughs> she picked me up and she said, I'm your mama's friend. Mm -hmm. And I remember her picking me up and walking me to her apartment. I don't remember anything after that, right? So from three to five or three to six, my mom told me I didn't talk. Mm -hmm. I had to go to speech therapy and all this other stuff. So I just thought I was a mute or whatever. Yeah. Right. But that was a trauma response. And I didn't even realize that when I was a kid and unpacking that in therapy was just like, yo, this is the reason why, you know, you're you in first grade, you, you knew that a penis goes into a vagina. Yeah. And you've never seen it on TV or you've never seen it in a book. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you knew this stuff as a kid. So when you go to therapy and you get the help, you start unpacking, okay, this is the reason why I'm this way. Like, a lot of people who are promiscuous, that's that's their story. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, 
I just shared that on here, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, it tends to happen on club culture. <laughs> no, I have a not exact story because everybody's story is different, but same with me. I came on a pod because I had a dream for the first time ever, and I was 25 of when a cousin was trying to assault me. And I've never dreamt about this since it, I, I, I want to say I was in middle school or fifth grade when it happened. And I never had dreams or anything until I got to 25. And I'm like, why are dreams coming now about something that happened when I was in fifth grade? And I went to my counselor. She said, you could have PTSD. And I always thought PTSD was for soldiers in war. <laughs> like, you know, and it took for really G Herbo to start talking about PTSD because maybe he went through the whole same thing. Like, I'm seeing so many people die in my communities from gun violence. I got PTSD. And that's when I started seeing PTSD as something more than just somebody in war, you know, and uh, and I can vi- vividly re- uh, tell you the uh, the whole act of it happening. Like you can't, you blanked out uh, at one, uh, three, uh, yeah, at three. I can tell you exactly what the fuck happened, where it happened, what I had on. I could take show you a picture of that same outfit because my mama used to dress us. We was all around the same age, so she used to dress us in the same thing, just different colors of that same outfit. <laughs> and that same outfit I've only wore like probably three times before in my life, and that was one of those days where I wore that outfit. I could tell you everything. <clears throat> and so my next step in, in my whole journey of trying to heal from this extreme PTSD that I have with molestation and sexual assault is to just go talk to the people that didn't commit the act. I mean, like they tried to do it, but they did, they wasn't able to successfully do it because I fought it off. Yeah. To go talk to those people and, and, and say to these people, hey, you did something to me, and I want to make sure that you understand the gravity of what you was doing and, and, and see if, if you rehabilitated from that urge to want to do that to somebody. Because wow. I've learned that those same people have done it to other people, yeah. and they completed the act. And so I need to make sure that there's no more broken souls out here that you're touching. Right. Yeah. So that's, that's the next step of my journey. So I, what do you think is uh, something that you feel like you have to overcome for you to get a better uh, grasp of just that, uh, that trauma that you have? In my situation, um, what made it harder, like, I don't even, I, I remember the woman. I, I can't tell you who she is. So yeah. I never had the luxury of being able to go back or even telling my mom it was her. Yeah. So I had to come to grips like, yo, this thing happened. And it, it goes back to what I said earlier about just accepting the reality of what happened and moving past it. Yeah. It's nothing that I can change now. It's all about, okay, that happened, Tommy. Is you going to either, you going to let that be a crutch that you can lean on, well, I'm this way because of this, or you're going to get rid of that crutch and say, okay, I'm going to learn how to walk with this limp. Yeah. You know? So uh, that was what I had to do. Okay. It happened. Now I use my story to help other people, to mm-hmm. to share. Like, somebody may watch this, and they be like, you know what? Especially men. Yeah. We talked about being emasculated, yeah. right? You know, even though that happened with a woman, that still was, you know, it was traumatizing, and it emasculated me to the point where it introduced me to this perverted world of sexuality and, and pornography and stuff like that, right? Yeah. So, um, for men, a lot of men ain't going to tell you that they was molested. You they, know? they don't think it's molestation sometimes. Yeah, I, was say they don't. I enjoyed it. I liked it. You didn't enjoy it. that. That's the reason why. And that's, I had a conversation last night. That's the reason why a lot of men are like, we. that's what we tell ourselves. I, I enjoyed it. I like it. You was a kid, bro. Like You didn't even you, know what was going yeah. on. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I remember the first time. <laughs> I remember the first time that I nutted. Scared the hell out of me. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> Why did it scare you? Because I didn't know what that was. Like, like, you know what, what, like was you not trying <laughs> to? Bro, no, I'm not, I'm I'm not. Not. First of all, you know what it feels like tonight. 
Right. And then you just see some shit come out of nowhere. That'll scare me too. Yeah. I ain't I ain't touched myself for like three weeks. I mean, I went back to it. Yeah. <laughs> but, but it was like, it scared me. So yeah. like as a child, thinking about it from that perspective, and I know we laughing about it, yeah. but thinking about it from that perspective, you don't know what's going on. And like, you can't say that you enjoyed that because I, I you know, me working with kids and working, like I, we had a kid that, you know, he was what? five years old and he they had to take him from his house because he was he was masturbating mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like who introduced that five-year-old to that yeah you know what i'm saying and you think about that how many other kids deal with that and how many kids like that five he's going to grow up and be an adult one day and that's part of his story yeah mm. you know it's you know it's a, it's a tough conversation but i would tell people you know, you have to embrace it. You may not have the opportunity to go back and get the person that abused you. Mm-hmm. You may not be able to face the villain, right? Yes. You have to tell yourself, in spite of this situation happening to me, I'm not going to let this dictate how I navigate and how I view life. Yes. I know a lot of people who I don't trust men because of this. I don't trust women because of this, mm-hmm. right? Will you let that dictate how you love people, how you view people? Is all women going to be evil? Is all men going to be evil? Or are you going to say that person was, was bad? He, yeah, yeah. You know, that person did something bad to me. Yeah. You know, so you know, I would encourage you, you know, start there. Get the help you need. Get therapy. Um, if you can't afford therapy, uh, try to find some counsel in church. And I know the church world is, I know we, we get straight away from it, <laughs> but you know, there is safety in community. Yeah. Find you a community That's what I was going to say too. of Added people time, that yeah. either been through, been what you've been where you are and that you can feel safe to like, just break down, to be vulnerable and to let go and to, to like be yourself and say, Hey, this happened to me and you ain't worried about yeah. it getting out or people yeah. shaming you. Yeah. This is the last game of season four that we're going to be playing. It is who you got. Black dances. And oh so shit! I got on here. Jesus, look at Queen eight Lucifer. selections, and we're going to go through and choose who we got to be the black dance that we prefer to be the best dance, and we gonna choose the winner <laughs> out of all eight. Cupid shuffle. I am. I am. Let's do it. I am upset here. You upset? Why? Yes, because we have to keep a shuffle here. Yeah, but we don't have the Casper slide. The Casper slide walks, so the Cupid shuffle, shuffle can fly. Okay. Which one is the most popular? Casper. Probably Casper. Casper. Really? DJ Casper. I, I, I got to give it to Casper. Okay, well, I chose all of these because they are of our time era. So I don't know when that one was. I keep forgetting y'all youngest hill. I'm like, part. I remember when the Casper slab broke on the radio. The Casper slab part two. Like, yeah, they broke it on GCI. Yeah. This time, I remember that. We and if you are listening or if you are new to the pod, we are from Chicago. Yeah, he just, well, he just I'm from Missouri. We are from Northwest Indiana in the Chicago land area. And so a lot of these Bingo that you Bongo. have also here are because we are from where we're from. I'm from Gary. Absolutely. Yeah, so let's get to it. We all want to start. Bottom right. <laughs> from Gary. I mean, yeah, y'all can yeah. pick. Jerkin and Jukin. 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 That's Dang. biased, though. It, it is cause, biased. Because, like, we could go, on, we can go out in Cali and put the same question. They're going to say Jerkin. They're going to say Jerkin. I think Jukin is so Chicago, we have that yeah. bias. Juke, your boy. Y'all Juke, didn't ever jerk and no. post videos of yourself jerking on YouTube? No, not jerk, Hell but no. not posting Fuck. videos. No. It was a group called the Super Kids from Michigan City. I remember Indiana. the Super Kids. Okay. The Super uh, Kids. The, yeah, they were yes. called the Super Kids. And I um, wanted to be a part of the Super Kids. And so I all. had a friend, uh, Kevin, or Qu- Qu- uh, it started with a Q instead of a K. So Quevin, mm-hmm. like Kevin, but Quevin or something Quavo. like that. 
Queen. Uh, his, his name was Quevin <laughs> or something like that. And we went to elementary together. He was a part of Super Kids. And so I was trying to get in through him. And so me and him recorded a video outside of my apartment, <laughs> jerking and shit. And he never posted it. You have to get it and show me. I don't know where to find this. You gotta I hit him up. You gotta hit him up. Where to find you gotta hit up Quevin. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I want to give back push. Is it back push or what is it? Push back. Push, push back. Push back. Push back. <laughs> I want to give push back. On the juking. Okay. I want to choose jerking because it is more global than hmm. juking. Is it? Yes. Yeah. Like people we juke, was but jerking they give it a and that shit started in Cali. I think it's more recognizable. Because yeah. like if you see footworking on like like the Missy Elliott lose control video, yeah. they wouldn't call it They it B-boying. It was just dancing. Yeah. It's so it's B-boying. Like, now, if y'all had to explain juking to a person that's not from Chicago, what would you say? The Twerking. best dance move ever. It's Twerking fucking awesome. On a, <laughs> dry humping. <laughs> being fast. Being, or, yeah. fast. being fast was a dance. That's what that is. Yeah, the motherfucker was good at it. Fuck, don't dry care. My mama somebody. didn't let me go to no juke parties. Y'all mamas was letting y'all do whatever. But I ain't even gonna play. My mama was dropping me off at the juke party. I'm advanced juking because party. I do agree with at you At the ring, right there on 87. Mm-hmm. Every time. Never a, so juking advanced <laughs> over jerking. We gonna move to crank that and the Cupid shuffle. What we going? <laughs> crank that. Soldier Boy started some shit with that. Man, this is hard. This it is gonna, hard. It's probably gonna be the hardest round. And the more you think about it, Soldier Boy was really like one of the first people to go viral from a song. Yes, Soldier Boy like cranked that. That like was really blew that song up. From what I'm told, because I'm still really young. So teens. when you go to a family reunion <laughs> or a cookout, they and they both. turn on Cupid Shuffle or they turn on Crank but That, they doing both. What is going getting the most people up to go dance? Oh, they doing both. I know. This is the hardest mix. one so far. Because the Cupid Shuffle both. gonna bring the old niggas out too to dance, but the Crank That gonna bring the young the young, the young people and the old people out. I'm gonna pick Crank That because I fuck with Soldier Boy. Beyonce yeah. did Crank That in one of her tours. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have so to I go. Gotta she did. To, she did. Yeah. I gotta give it to Soldier. Yeah. I'm gonna give it to the Crank That Soldier. just because we chose Juking and I feel like Crank That is more universal than Cupid Shuffle. Mm-hmm. All right. Pop Lock and Drop It or Bop It. I think this is hard as fuck. Ooh. Damn. Fuck yes. you. Fuck yes. Yes. Shit. Right here. Yeah, D Lo okay. Shuffle, Kimo I'm a, Shuffle. I'm gonna push back. Bopping. I'm gonna do bopping too. I'm gonna go with bopping. Cause like To this day we pop locking and dropping it. What are you talking about? <laughs> who the fuck is doing that? To the, what are you as soon as the fuck is we? Shit. Right. Thanks. Who the fuck is we? I could barely bop still. Be- oh. Nah, we Bruh. rollin', we rollin'. These niggas are on tour right now. B D Lo can't get a break. He can't do shit today. <laughs> I they saw that nigga at the right gas station one day. Hey, <laughs> man, shout out Gee, to D-Lo. I'm not going to hold you. I'm not going to hold you. Bopping took over for a long time. A good two years. It did. It did. It did. You know how many bodies didn't drop that summer because everybody was bopping? You got to think about fun. it. A random ass little boy and this nigga just started throwing their arms around and twisting mm, their exactly. legs. Next thing you know, you got people in Saudi Arabia doing the shit. The murder rate dropped. Literally. Dropped. If you 2014 was an epic summer. And you see somebody bopping or they get into the floor going doing that shit. But bopping they don't think that's a new dance. They ain't gonna know no, they came but from bopping. But still, bopping introduced a lot of new shit. But if you turn I on think pop lock and drop, if it wasn't for bopping, we wouldn't have the Jersey craze we got today. But if you think about no, it, no, now now you're showing your age. <laughs> now you got to make me sound like an old nigga. <laughs> you're not God that old to me, my the Jersey craze. Yeah, Mm-mm. two different no. things. I think other states have their versions of bopping. Yeah. But we gonna be honest. Pop lock or drop it? Yes, a classic. Yes. 
It's a classic. I will give you that. Yes. But I don't think it's it's taking over bopping. Because I, I stopped pop, lock, and dropping when I was like 12. Like, so that if I turn that shit on right now or if I turn on the D-Lo shuffle, which one you feel to get the most? I still make shuffle. I'm definitely yeah. going to hit D-Lo because I can't pop, lock, and drop <laughs> shit on these D-Lo moves. D-Lo shuffle now. That shit was, that, the, the D-Lo shuffle started at my eighth grade dance. Mm-hmm. Fast forward to my senior prom. And we still, still doing on. the damn deal. He came shuffle. with a part two. Exactly. Right? I'm gonna he be excited sure about. Well, let me tell you something. The, the shocks in these knees is out. Ain't no more pop, lock, and drop. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna do bopping. You Yo. know how many black men lives were saved through because bopping? Because niggas wanted to bop. I chose bopping. Grab my arm, brother. I chose bopping. <laughs> All right, <laughs> the Dougie versus the Lee with it, rock with it. Who we got? Mm. So I'm gonna say the Dougie is more legendary. Yes. But I have to choose lean with it, rock with it. It's Stop just playing. too fire, bro. It's just too fire. But you got to think about it. Soldier Boy put it in the crank that too. For what? He said, oh. If we. Oh. Yes. Yeah, T-Pain did it. Now rock, rock. Lean with it all by yourself. You can't do it all by yourself. I but you can go with lean with it by yourself. Really? Over the Dougie? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I remember when Teach Me How the Dougie came out. It was it was everywhere. Is a part of the jerking culture too. You got to jerk it. I think I'm going to have to take that out. I think I'm going to have to reverse. When them niggas came out with Dougie, that song did go hard. I'm like, okay. I hate that they started bringing Dougie Fresh out with that shit, bro. His that Dougie was his ain't, shit. It ain't the same as how we doing it's it, not, though. But we built off of Dougie his Fresh. His shit was lame as hell. <laughs> <laughs> Old ass, no. That's not the same. <laughs> Niggas built off of that. <laughs> uh, oh. Dad, you should have put that shit up there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going with the Dougie because I'm biased. That's my shit. I'm going well, Gabby Douglas didn't she just Dougie? She did. I'm gonna go. She didn't, she didn't lean with a rock with it. She if Dougie. anybody do the Dougie in front of me, I'm gonna hype you up. If you do a lean with a rock with it, something. I'm gonna go with the Dougie. My soul to win. I think we all go. I'm gonna lean with a rock. Yeah, I'm going lean with a rock with it. I'm gonna go with the Dougie. All right, I think the easier choice is the Dougie because we already chose Crick that. I don't like lean with a rock with it because it makes nigga Fat Joe lean back. <laughs> oh. <laughs> 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 All right, that's the motorcycle. Semifinals. Wait, that's no. how he used to that's be. Not, that's not the semifinals. What's this? The, uh, the, the, the quarterfinals or what's this? No, this got to be semi because the next one is the final. No, yeah, the next one is the final. Okay, yeah, right. Semifinals. All right. Wait, this is the halftime. Bopping versus juking. I think this is the hardest for all Chicago yeah, is. is out there. Mm. Bopping, Ooh. I feel like it's more universe. Juking, you fast. To some people Yeah Jukin is a Chicago thing I ain't gonna lie Jukin is a regional thing So you don't think Other people around the world Was hip rolling Or hitting the 40 It's called different Not like things. us 40 yeah. Not like us No So we're, go, we're gonna go with bopping Man give me Jukin bro I'm gonna go with bopping I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go with bopping Give me Jukin Dry hump me <laughs> We talking about who, who We gotta talk about which was more impactful Juke it was that impactful <laughs> <laughs> You can't juke in front of your parents You can oh, bop no. in front of your parents It's okay we still good we still good Josie we still good. Are we? Yes Are you sure? It's still that good we still good oh, no. now, So you can pick that from oh, no. the road casting yes. Okay <laughs> So <laughs> Yo, man, him shit a Draw me Please make that a sound We are split right now Cause I'm leading towards Juke that's what I'm saying. I'm towards uh, juking. Don't you like a good dry hump? <laughs> I didn't like to partake in juking. Me but either. I did enjoy watching people do their things. 
to go juke and get your so things off. People well, just don't pull me to juke on you. Don't pull me. <laughs> you a freak, ain't you? No. Yeah, you be like, yeah. Yeah. Shorty, no. Grab yeah. Yeah. Juke my homie. Yeah. It is so fucking funny to watch somebody do a hip rolling contest. Y'all look dumb Cause as what shit. the fuck Was we used to be doing How, how do we judge like, it yes. Who rolled faster Yes <laughs> You look dumb And then hoes used to be Hula hooping they little shit I'm okay so, man. Give me juking Juking Give me juking Bopping still going but bopping You can't juke in front of your mama Okay yes, get, you, I can Yeah my mama used to be like Hit that little dance to your auntie My mama used right. to have We used to have juking parties In our basement My mama would host it <laughs> Oh Jesus You ever been held up Getting a juke no. You ain't never had, you ain't never You ain't never get juked in a chair? No. Or juked on the floor? I got twerked on in high school. But that's, that's it. Ooh. I didn't want to get held up in a chair. I you gotta remember who you're talking to now. You ever kissed a, you ever got a kiss from bopping? Or you ever got a kiss from a juke party? Neither. Yeah, Nate. Yeah, I wasn't either. kissing at no juke party. Yeah, nah. I got some it's of my hot. best hoes. Yeah, we from leaving all sweaty and it's shit. Hot, yeah, man. nah, no, bro. I got some of my hoes from juke parties. I'm I just like there. to dance. I go to a juke party. Yeah, we just went to dance like normal. Was, was that? <laughs> I just came in to dance for yeah. y'all. That's it. Yeah, yeah, we just came to dance. That's it. My name is Ebony. Nah, and I you just came to dance. You got scenery, yo. When you go to a juke party, all right. Okay, Junior. She came. She came to the party. All right, cool. So now you got to do your little dances. You been party. watching her the whole time. You know, you get a little. You can't do that at no Nobody's just bopping outside. Damn, girl. That's the way you bop. I'm Hit that shit. Kiss me. Kiss me. Kiss me. Kiss me. <laughs> All right. We got we to choose. We got to choose. Kiss me. I'm juking. Bopping. 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 It's juking. Bopping. You ain't saying nothing to defend juking, but just juking. Come on, drop me. So I'm going to choose bopping. Yes. Because you ain't convinced Man, me. I'm just going to start swinging on niggas. Fuck <laughs> it. <laughs> All right. Dougie and Crank It's the dry humping. Oh shit! Crank that! I'm still got to go. How does that go? Oh crank shit! That <laughs> I'm going Dougie. I'm going crank that. I'm going Dougie. You gotta realize how I, impactful I, crank that. Was. You gotta realize how impactful the Dougie is. I do. I'm crank, still crank that. Give you this more instructions. This was the first viral song from like social media. Ain't nobody they ever a, was to go in the Olympics and hit the crank that. They got a whole well, instruction in Olympics. She did it for all the country. No. She did it wrong. They right. got a whole. <laughs> so crank that. It's a whole instructional song about teaching you wrong. how to dougie. Yes. They don't teach you how to dougie. Soldier boy me. give you detailed explanations how to crank that soldier boy. He did. He did. He did. I'm sorry, yeah, I give me you crank that. You trust her. And and dougie, you gotta feel it. It's a, if you can't dougie, you everybody got ain't feeling no. it. But they can definitely hit crank. You gotta go to crank that so you can't. No, he had to teach y'all because he got. To make sure everybody can do his dance. Hold on, first but of all, first the of all, Dougie is exclusively the for only black reason people. we know teach me how to Dougie is because we watched the video and watched them niggas do it eighteen thousand times. But they didn't teach you; they was just saying teach me how to Dougie. Soldier Boy you, cared about us so to much. Wake up and see that song, and you just start. He should have taught like, Gabby oh Douglas. What? What the fuck? You feel me? You black as hell. <laughs> you got your card. No, yeah, you just yeah, had yeah, it. And you black as hell. <laughs> you talking about, oh no, what the fuck? <laughs> Soldier Boy cared about us so much right. that he gave us Soldier detailed Boy, instructions. He did it first. On how to go do with his Soldier dance. Boy again. I'm hurt about this one. Be because hurt. majority rules, I got to choose crank that. You got to. But anybody that would have chose the Dougie, I'm here with you. I'm not. I'm, I'm not. Gabby Douglas ruined it for you. In that Kevin, Hart, uh, Kevin Gates uh, video he was listening to earlier, he has said that he can heal a woman. Right? True. So I wanted to ask you, do you think that you could take a, a damaged woman or 
I'm gonna say woman because you like women. A damaged woman, it heal her. Yeah, I'm gonna say so, but it ain't gonna have nothing to do with with my package. Yeah, yeah. that aside, yeah. dick restrictions aside. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. I'm uh, I ain't gonna nurture her, of course, but I'm gonna give her some game. Uh, so you so you just gonna be a. Hey. Slow progress better than no progress. Your credit bad. Fix your credit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you can do it. You can do you it. You got to get out here every day. Yeah. We uh, start with the $300 limit. <laughs> you got to wake up. All you got to do is wake do up. A snowball effect. Choose yeah. the, the, the lowest one first. Jesus. <laughs> your gay's bugging out with that one, man. <laughs> hey, man. Any, anybody who will say, anybody who will make a claim and put it on his family's life, I don't know. You gotta take his word for it. Oh, my mama? No, nah, he said on his mom. He said his mama and his kids dying if he lying about starting that woman's <laughs> car with his hands. <laughs> I'm like, that man is committed. Bro, we, we not finna go down this Kevin Gay shit. Yeah. I'll ask a serious question. My bad, bro. My bad. <laughs> ask a serious question. Can't see. I, I'm at the bucket. I don't think you can heal people. Okay. I, I've tried a large part of my young life trying to do that <laughs> shit. You cannot I, heal people. I just feel like over time. Over time, over time. I but what if you had to grow into becoming a healer to heal somebody? All you can do is just give them the tools, but they gotta take the tools to want to heal them. They gotta heal themselves. You can't actually heal them. You can tell them all. I, I like fix that. your credit. Mm-hmm. I like you that. can do all of that shit, but they but, gotta take the tools to heal themselves. You can't actually go heal them. But what if you deposit the money into the account and then go fix you the credit? You can fix for them. their problems, <laughs> but you can't fix this inside. Right. True. But what if you fix their problems and that That's fix what what's I used inside? To do. I used to fix problems thinking that I'm helping that nigga. Like, oh, I got enough money. Oh, oh you you just can't pay your rent. All right, let me pay your rent. And it's always more problems. It's more problems. It's, it's something up in here. Problematic people have problems. <laughs> Put that shit on a t-shirt, man. You know, yeah, sell man, it Turk. at H and M. Turk Turk came on this podcast and said, "Jones be having gyms." What led you to want to send your DNA to into ancestry? I kept being called to do it. Like uh-huh. I had, I had a feeling that there was a a, a truth that could be confirmed mm-hmm. by me doing that mm-hmm. um and it was <laughs> so when you sent your dna to ancestry what did you find out the, the funny part is i um i had to do it twice why um the first time i sent it to them it it came at like it was like inconclusive, inconclusive. yeah uh-huh. so i was like oh shit i feel like this is telling me you know, like this is this is letting me know what I need to know right now. Uh-huh. Let it go. So I did for like two months. I just let the they sent like a replacement, mm-hmm. and I just let it sit on the counter. And I was just like, okay, just do it. Mm-hmm. You know, just do it. Yeah, I did, and um, the results came back um, probably like. A week before my birthday, a week before my 30th birthday. And man, that shit was, it was just like, took the, just, just put my light out. That's the only way I can describe it. It's like, it really put my light out because what I have felt 
for so long or even what I had heard Mm -hmm. like from which is weird as hell when I think about it but it was necessary Mm -hmm. you know hell the the truth comes through through in different ways like people would tell me like that my dad wasn't wasn't my dad Mm -hmm. I'm just like uh, like I had talked to my dad about it before too and he's just like I don't know, but that ain't your problem. You yeah. know, don't worry. And I'm just like, that That was okay. So, so that was his. So when you got your, your ancestry results back, it said that your father was not the father you thought you had. Um, it didn't say that, like, exactly, but there mm-hmm. was none of my dad's family um, that, that okay. showed, showed up. on your tree. Yeah, you will see, right, you will see, like, um, you know, your mom's side. And, your, yeah, your, so it was a whole side of people who... I didn't know yeah. until I started really dig. I'm like, damn, I know who that, you know, yeah. like it's true. It was just like kind of weird how everybody knew like that, that, that had me fucked up too yeah. for a minute. Just like, how did everybody know? And except for me, yeah. like, <laughs> or except for my parents, I don't know. So who's the first person you went to when you came out this discovery? So I didn't say anything for, um, I didn't say anything for about a week. Mm-hmm. And then I was just like, fuck it. Uh, my grandma, Amico, my, my dad's grandma had actually uh, passed away, um, like around, <laughs> around my birthday as well, which is like fucked up. Um, so after her funeral, I couldn't hold it in. Like after seeing, you know, my whole, like after that, I finally said something to my mom who I was like, like really close with, you know, I finally said something to her about it. And, um, it was just kind of weird. Like I felt, um, I felt like she, she didn't give me like what I needed in that moment. What do you think you needed? Um, probably like just um, just like some compassion, some like maybe even a, an apology mm-hmm. or like the truth. Mm-hmm. Like that's like the truth. What what's going on? Like so, she didn't even give you like, hey, it was. I feel like it was just a shock to her mm. and she just didn't know what to think or what, like, I, I think it was just like a, a really big shock for her, but a shock that you learned about this or a shock that, Oh, I didn't know that that wasn't your father. Um, I, I think the shock was that I found out. Okay. I, but you know, I don't want to like speak for her or yeah. whatever, because we, we honestly like haven't, Still spoke about that. Yeah. Haven't really talked about it at all. Like with, with either one of my parents, I, they, they both know that I know, but it's just not like something that we talk about. And for a while that really, that bothered me. Mm -hmm. But like I said, I'm not good at confront. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I'm not, I'm not good at any of that. So it's like, all right. Um, maybe this is some, a journey that you need to take along mm-hmm. anyhow. Yeah. Maybe this is just for you anyhow. Yeah. You know, so. So do you think that in order for you to get the answers that you're looking for, you have to go towards the source, the person that could be your biological father? I'm, I'm not even looking for 
any answers anymore or oh, okay. any anything. Um, I'm. <laughs> it's funny, like I I can be a bit delusional, uh-huh. <laughs> but there's um, now that I know the truth, I feel like that delusion is is a another. Per- protection like yeah. just a little bit of a protection I make up in my own head what mm-hmm. what I feel like happened okay you know I I found closure in another way yeah. with, within myself yeah. you know so I don't if they don't if they're not ready for that then I can't mm-hmm. I can't make them uncomfortable I can't pressure them to you know speak their own truth yeah. like I, I know enough now to to move on and um, just accept that my life is like just like a big I feel like it's a big contradiction yeah because the one thing that like completely broke my heart is like the one thing that I'm like super grateful for mm-hmm. like I wouldn't I can't change this I won't say what I wouldn't do or what but I, I can't change this and I still got like an amazing mom who in in my delusion because I haven't talked to her I don't know what happened but yeah. I I just look at it as like man this lady would do anything for me yeah anything and then I got like the best dad ever like the smartest man in the world mm-hmm. I just feel like my dad just like is like amazing mm-hmm. <laughs> and I and I always been like that and I have to credit my mom for that because she her and my dad has always been like really good friends I never, she never said anything bad about my dad ever. Even like, or my dad is like, he's amazing too. He never said like anything bad about her mm-hmm. either. Like they're, I don't know, I I, I won still. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just like, it, it still hurts though, but I'm grateful. So what exactly are you hurting about then? If you feel like you've won, you have a great dad, even if it's not your biological dad, you had a great dad, you have a great Mom, why are you hurting then? Because it's just like, it, it almost feels like it, it's not real in a way. Okay. I don't, I don't want to say like the wrong words or, you know, I don't like to be misunderstood. I understand what you when you say it's not real it, in a way. Yeah, it just feels like, fuck, like why couldn't it? You why can't this be my real dad? Like why, why does this, why does it have to be this messy? Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, just like, that, that's how I feel. Okay. What do you think you do need to happen for you to get to a place of healing and less hurt? I feel like I'm definitely in a better place because I haven't cried not one time. I'm shaking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm over here. I'm shaking. You're good. But, um, You're good. You, you, your eyes get a little starry, but it's okay. You ain't crying yet. You're okay. good. You got it. You're strong. You yeah. got it. Because there's been time, like, it was times like my throat yeah. would close up about yeah. this. And this is much better. This is, I'm I'm getting there. Yeah. Um. We had a phone call and you told me about this. Yeah. And, that, and that you were really distant from the podcast mm-hmm. and you were supposed to be our assistant. So you yeah. needed to be present. Yeah. And so I'm calling and you're not responding. You're not doing anything. Cause so I can't we, talk. We, yeah. <laughs> so I get you on a phone call and I'm like, Hey, what's going on? Kamisha? And you let me know. Yeah. So we just talking about it and you were crying and whatnot. So yeah. you're, in a, you're, you're, you're physically in a much better space. Yeah. But I want to know what's going on what's in going here. On what's there? going on up in here? Yeah. Um, I'm, 
it's definitely still something I'm working through. Yeah. But I, I am in, in a better mental space after this. Yeah. Um, it, it, it's, a, it's a process. It's just like um, for a while, like I just felt like I had nobody mm-hmm. who understood because it would be some people, you know, I had a best friend at the time. He's just like, dude, you, you, you 30. Yeah. Like you, yeah. you have your dad. It's just like, but who the fuck am I? Yeah. Like now every, this, this changes everything and yeah. nothing at the same time. Yeah. And that's the, the contradictions of it all is what really had me fucked up. It's just like, how, how am I so sad? Bring the mic up a little bit more. Yeah, it's just like, how am I so sad about this, but grateful at yeah. the same time? Yeah. Or it was just like, how, like, like, why do I feel, why do I feel this way when I'm, I'm glad that I have my dad? Mm-hmm. And until I spoke to my cousin Bridget, she told me that, um, she's like, it's okay to have two truths. Mm-hmm. And I'm man, that's literally about shit. to say that to you. That, yes. I'm telling you that yes. that that changed everything for yes. me. I'm just like, ah, oh, okay, yes. that makes sense. I it, it's okay to have two truths. So I'm I'm so thankful for her for yeah. giving me that space to to feel mm-hmm. and to not try to because a lot of people just be like, come on, like your daddy here shit. I ain't got no dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly, yeah. exactly. It's just like. <laughs> And it, there was another person um, as well. It was, it was my realtor, <laughs> my my realtor man. She was that was my person. Mm-hmm. Like she she gave me the space to to be sad too, um, and also was like, all right, now what you gonna do? Mm-hmm. Come on, yeah. You you can't just sit in that. Let's go. Yeah. It, so that was just like that was beautiful to to have because there was. I just felt completely alone. Just watch the damn podcast.